Hi, I'm Blake. I'm Caleb. And this is the Sunday Underground. Uh, last week, we talked about strange deaths. And at the end of that podcast, um, I said I'd look up a little bit more about spontaneous combustion. Yeah. Now, when I looked into that, I found a ton. Really? There's like 200 cases of spontaneous combustion. So I know I said I'd tell you about it today, and I'm going to give you a little tidbit, but I found my next episode because there's just a lot of cases of it. Okay, that's so, cool. Yeah. Um, this one, it's um, about a, a girl. She was a teenage girl. Her name was Jacqueline Fitzsimmons, and she was from Cheshire. And she was at school. She was walking down the stairs, and then she just went up in flames just right there right in front of her friends really yeah one witness said that she was like a stuntman on tv the flame simply engulfed her wow so that's all i'm going to give you as a little preview because i was honestly shocked about how many cases there are yeah that's one thing i'm curious about like how many cases we could uh Sure, happens all the time. I saw one source that says there was over two hundred cases, and then like I saw, I was, I also because I just skimmed through it really quickly. Once I found out there was a ton, one guy, he was a firefighter. He said that he went um, into the house of a person who had spontaneously combusted and saw like his stomach cut open with blue flames coming out of his body. That's uh, interesting. And there's like a bunch of different theories um, about spontaneous combustion. Some scientists are like, no, not possible. But then there's other people who are like, no, it actually could happen. Yeah. Like just with all like the acids and stuff you have in your body and, you know. Um, yeah. And these are only known cases. I mean, you know, do we count for homeless, um, native tribes that live in jungles? Um Whatever. Yeah. Like um, people who don't believe in like, you know, uh, like the Amish community or maybe right. not Amish, but like things like them that are outside like normal yeah. or what people think is normal. Secluded, inclusive yes. type. So, sorry. <laughs> anyway, um, today we're going to talk about 2023 predictions. Mm. Um. I want to ask you, do you think people can predict the future? Maybe. Some things, I think, are so vague that you can fill in the blanks and be like, oh, my God, it's it happened. Yeah. But. I, oh, I totally agree with you. I get that side. Some of the Notre Dame stuff, it's like, well, yeah, oh, there's going to be a crazy storm in the future. Oh, psh. Well, you know, yeah. I, I know that's an exaggeration. No, absolutely. I get it. Um, um, I'm not 100% sure how I feel. I mean, I don't discount it. No, I don't either. And, you know, I kind of look at it as like, okay, maybe it could happen. Maybe it couldn't happen. But yeah. who's to say that, you know, like people don't really have these abilities because, you know, if there's like, you know, like a god in the sky, then certainly somebody would have like a little bit of... Yeah. You know, like, you know, what is it called? Like the chain of command and power. Maybe somebody's got a little bit of, of power. Maybe that God blessed somebody with the gift of foresight. And two, I've seen some weird stuff like, you know, like clairvoyance. 
they or like psychics they'll meet with somebody and they're like oh my god your family member did this this and this and it's stuff that they could have like never known yeah yeah so but i think that's probably a little bit different than predicting the future but i don't know i think it's possible maybe you know yeah i'm not saying it's not yeah, yeah. absolutely i don't i don't know yeah maybe not not obviously not everybody but you're gonna get it right at least one time. Yeah, it'd be interesting to see if there were like four people that made predictions and then, then like they all four got it right. Yes. Then you would, I mean. Then I'd be really freaked out. Or even th- three. Yeah. I'd give it three. Two people, maybe coincidence. Yeah. Three people? No. Right, right. But yeah, so if you're like me and you like to start 2023 off with like massive anxiety about what this year's going to bring, then you should keep listening. Yeah. Um, so when you think of predicting the future, you think of like Nostradamus. He was probably one of the is the most famous yeah. guy for predicting the future. But today we are going to be talking about Baba Vanga. Now she is probably just as famous, but not talked about as much as he is. Mm-hmm. She was born um, in. Gosh, what was it? The Ottoman Empire, but was then the Ottoman Empire and now Strumica, North Macedonia. Okay. Now, she was born prematurely on October 3rd, 1911, and she had a lot of health complications when she was born. So, you know, it was kind of like a failure to thrive kind of thing. And at that time... um those like little cities and towns and villages they had like this old folk tradition where they wouldn't name their baby if it wasn't thriving it was kind of like i guess to prevent like the parents from getting attached to it and being really sad they obviously took care of it you know they weren't just gonna leave it outside and let it die but um about two months later she is thriving. She's doing great, and she's, like, a healthy baby. So another custom in that village was to take the baby out into the street and have a stranger name it. So the grandma took the baby out into the street, and he was, like, you know, he suggested a name, and they were, like, oh, no, that's too Greek. We don't like that name. Mm-hmm. And so another stranger walks by, and he's, like, hey, I got the perfect name. And he said the name. Now, I I YouTubed this on how to pronounce it, but I think at this point we all know that it's probably not going to sound right. <laughs> but anyway, her name was Vangelia Pondova Gustarova. I probably butchered that, but I did my best. So growing up, her childhood, like her early childhood, it was fairly normal. She was described as being very intelligent and she was very social, often playing games with her friends. And one of those games that they played was healing. So her friends would pretend to be sick and she would give them like herbs, like, you know, mix up little concoctions for them to feel better. Yeah. So her family didn't have a lot of money, but for the most part, they were just a normal, happy family. But then tragedy strikes and her mother passes away. And just before that, her father was drafted into the Bulgarian army while World War One was going on. So once the war was over, her father was arrested because he was part of the internal Macedonian revolutionary organization. And when he was arrested, they took everything for him, from him, his money, his land, and he was left with nothing. But then he remarried and he gets his life back on track. 
and things were normal again. Um, you know, she really liked her stepmom. They had two other kids. Like, it was fine. Everybody was happy. And then one day at the age of 12, Baba Vanga was outside playing in a field and she was picked up by a powerful gust of wind and then thrown to the ground. Her family searched for her for days and they eventually found her. When they got to her, she was injured and her eyes were closed shut with dirt and sand caked into them. And I don't know if you've ever got sand in your eyes, but that sucks. Yeah, it's horrible. It is so painful. Yeah. As I was writing this, I was like, it rem- it reminded me of a time when I was, oh gosh, probably in like middle school maybe. And I was like, had one of those roaming candles. Yeah. Whatever came out of the end of it, because I was holding it in my hand, like shooting it around like an idiot. But whatever came like out the end of that Roman candle got in my eyes and I thought I was going to be blind. Yeah. Cause I literally could not open my eyes. I just laid on the couch miserable for the rest of the 4th of July. It was a terrible time. Yeah. I understand. I've had incidents with fireworks as well. (laughs) (laughs) So her family wasn't well off, but they did what they could to help her and save her vision. However, she eventually lost her sight completely. Now, when she was laying in the field after her accident, waiting to be found, she said this was when she experienced her first vision. And she saw that she was given the ability to heal and to predict the future. She thought that a higher power had like whipped up the tornado so that she could be blessed with the gift of clairvoyance. Okay. In 1925, she's sent to a school for the blind and she's there for three years. While she's there, she learns how to navigate the world with no sight. She's taught how to read Braille, play the piano, and cook and clean. You know, just kind of, like, take care of herself now that she can't see anything. Yeah. So three years after she's sent to school, she has to return home to help take care of her younger siblings because her stepmom had passed away. So now she's at home taking care of the house and her younger siblings. And like any other girl her age, she's still trying to make time to hang out with her friends when she can. Mm Mm-hmm. So when they would hang out, she would make predictions for them, which kind of started out as a game. But then the thing she predicted started coming true. And, you know, everybody was just like, wow. Like people in the village started to take notice that these little games weren't, you know, weren't just really games. Mm -hmm. So she would be accosted with vivid dreams and she would hear voices speaking to her uh, when she was awake. But she could also see like, shadow figures that would speak to her even though she was blind um so 1939 she's going through it again because this time she gets sick with pleurisy which is an inflammation in the lining of your lungs and it can cause chest pain and shortness of breath and the doctors are not optimistic about her recovery but she shocks everyone again and pulls through so now we're into another awful time in history world war ii And this is when she's starting to really gain popularity for her gifts. So she gets super popular when the Bulgarian czar Boris III visits her, which will definitely boost your popularity if a czar is visiting you. Yeah, for sure. So people from all over the world would come to her. And since there was a war going on, they'd want to know if their loved ones that were off fighting were okay. And she would help people, you know, like, She'd tell them, like, either yes or no, uh, or tell them where they were, where they were located. She would help people find their cows. 
like, you know, if they lost their herd of cows, she would help people find items that had gone missing. And she told one farmer, he was like, I cannot find this herd of cows anywhere. Please help me. And she's like, oh, they're in so-and-so field. Not a big deal. He goes there, the cows are in the field. So going back to what she told the czar, she told him, August 28th, get ready for her. She will be coming soon. He died on August 28th, 1943. I would be so scared. You know, that's that's a reason why I'm not really a fan of going to psychics. If something bad is going to happen in my life, I don't want to know about it. Just let it happen. It's going to happen. There's probably nothing I can do to change it. And I don't want like my last time on earth to be completely filled with anxiety. Yes, that is one thought. But there's another thought. Um, Let's say you have something's going to happen in two months. You have those two months to fulfill whatever Ah. dreams, things you want to get done. Say you love somebody you never did. Whatever. You have that time to do that. You know, that makes a lot of sense because I only look at it from like the holy shit, this is awful perspective, not the like, oh, my God, this is like I have the this X amount of time left. Yeah, yeah. Let me make a like a little, a little side note. I want to stop this real sure, quick. Sure, sure. Okay, there's a movie Big Fish with Tim Burton did. Uh, I've heard of it. I'm not for sure that I've watched it. Okay, spoiler alert for everybody. But um, the premise is this kid looks into the, this witch's eye mm-hmm. and it tells his future and he knows when he's going to die. So he does anything and everything because he knows he's not going to die. Jump out of planes, fight whoever, you know, this and that, wrestle alligators. I don't know. But he's not going to die. He knows that. Okay, well then. So that's cool. Okay, yeah, that is cool. Anyway, that's it. That's okay. Cool. That makes a lot of sense. Maybe I'll change my stance on that. <laughs> <laughs> So, on May 10th, 1942, she marries her husband, Demeter Gustarov. I'm pretty sure I also clicked the YouTube on how to pronounce that. I'm 90% positive that's it. Anyway, he turns up at her door one day and she walks outside before, you know, he even makes it. And she tells him, you know, I know why you've come to me. He was obviously in shock and she tells him, you want me to give you the names of the men who killed your brother. And she said she'd give him the names, but the men that of the men, but if she did, he wasn't allowed to kill them because God will punish them in due time and you will witness it. And he was like, uh, okay, fine. Yeah. I won't kill them. So for both of them, a couple people have said it was just love at first sight which is kind of a funny way to put it, given that she was blind. But anyway. Uh, yeah. Um, and the not-so-nice part of their, you know, love at first sight story is that this guy had a whole other wife at home. So he divorced his wife and got with Vanga. So they adopted two children, a boy and a girl, who Vanga loved immensely, and their children both grew up to be very successful. In 1943, Hitler came to visit Vanga and offer her a job, like the actual Adolf Hitler. So she obviously declined and was visibly shook by his presence. And usually people didn't bother her, but it was said that she was definitely shaken up when she met him. As he was leaving, she says to him, leave the Soviet Union alone. You will lose this war. So to get back at her, Hitler had her husband drafted into the army and sent to Greece. She was upset, but told him that, you know, he would return home, and, but that he should avoid water while he was away. He did stay alive while he was gone fighting, 
but he contracted hepatitis, most likely from drinking contaminated water. Yeah. When he returned, um, he had a really hard time adjusting, you know, back into normal life after all the fighting. And he really turned to alcohol to cope. Uh, he died in 1962 from cirrhosis of the liver. And she continued predicting the future and, healing, and like healing people until she passed away on August 11th of 1996. Oh, wow. She, she lived a long time. Yeah, she did. So... Now, while she had millions of followers who believed like she genuinely did had a, a gift, she would, of course, have the naysayers who didn't. One local said that even though everyone thought she was nice and selfless and humble, she really wasn't. So this resident said, quote, local people don't believe in her. She just looks at you and asks you what's wrong and repeats phrases she has memorized. A lot of what she does is for money and the way she talks is vulgar. She uses words that no women should use. Especially not a God person. Hmm. So there was also some who thought that she was mentally ill and some who thought that she was a con artist who manipulated everyone. So before we get into 2023 predictions, we're going to go over some of her predictions that have come true. Okay. And it's said that she has an 85% success rate. That's pretty good. Yeah, it is. So she predicted the end of the Soviet Union. She also predicted the development and rise of the terrorist organization ISIS. So then there was also this uh, nuclear submarine sinking that she predicted. It was the Kursk. And she said that it would be covered with water and the whole world will weep over it. She said it would happen in 1999, but it actually sank in 2000 and killed everyone on board. She also predicted the Syrian gas attack. And right before she died, she said that Muslims will use chemical warfare against the Europeans. And people have linked this to the gas attack that the president Bashar al-Assad inflicted on his own people. She predicted the 44th U.S. president would be a black man. And it was Barack Obama. But she also said that he would be the last president of the United States. So she was half right. She predicted that Vladimir Putin would win the election in 2018. She said that all will thaw as if ice, only one will remain untouched. Vladimir's glory, glory of Russia's. And you know what I've noticed about her and Notre Dame is everybody talks in riddles. Yeah. Just say it. Right. You and I think, that's, I think that's one of the things that turns people off. Mm -hmm. It's kind of gimmicky. You know, and too, maybe, like, I understand, like, maybe they're talking in riddles because if you're seeing a vision, you're not going to, maybe you're not seeing, like, a specific place, but, like, right. something that looks like a place and, you know. Right. Like, kind of trying to relate it that way, but it's just very frustrating. So. Uh, let's see. She predicted that a big wave will cover the shore and people will disappear underwater, and that was a tsunami in Thailand. She predicted Brexit. She predicted the day that Stalin would die and got it right. Uh, some people think that she predicted Chernobyl. Mm. Um, the attack on 9-11. She said that American brethren will fall after being attacked by the steel birds. The wolves will be howling in a bush and innocent blood will be gushing. Now, this one was specifically creepy to me because steel birds airplanes right howling in a bush george bush was president yeah. george bush what was it junior was president yeah. at the time 
So that one was very creepy. Yeah, for sure. Uh, She predicted that the 35th president of the United States would be assassinated. Uh, JFK was the 35th president. Did I say that one already? No. No? Okay. Um, She saw that the 45th president would have to deal with a crisis that would bring the country down. And that would have been Donald Trump with COVID. Mm. She said, everyone will put their hopes in him to end it, but the opposite will happen. He will bring the country down and conflicts between North and South states will escalate. So that one one was pretty spot on. In 2022, she predicted that big cities all around the world would be hit with droughts and water shortages. And that was kind of true because last year, the UK had their driest year since 1935. Mm -hmm. And their government declared a state of emergency or like like a drought was happening. And it wasn't just the UK. Droughts happened in like Italy and Portugal and a couple other different places. And... In 1969, she predicted that Indira uh, Gandhi would die. She said, the dress will destroy her. I see an orange and yellow dress in smoke and fire. In 1984, Indira, she ordered a military strike on the Golden Temple. And that is one of like the holiest sites for uh, like the Sikhism. Mm -hmm. And that same year, she was shot and killed by her two bodyguards that were uh, Sikhs. And she was wearing a saffron-colored sari that day. Now, even though she has an 85% success rate, sometimes she gets it wrong. She said that Europe wouldn't exist anymore in 2016. Uh, And she also said that we would be in a nuclear war for four years in 2010 and 2014. And that did not happen either. No. You know, I wonder, too, with like all these predictions that they make, isn't everything always changing? Like there's always different outcomes and different possibilities of things that could happen. Like, because on one hand, like, like we talked about earlier, if somebody told me I was going to die on this day, I would be 100% terrified of that day. I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to know. But at the same time, there's also like, I feel like I've read like something or heard something that there's different paths. Each decision that you make every day puts you on a different path like the butterfly effect yes i think i think that's it was that with ashton kutcher yeah yeah like essentially yeah anything you can do changes so many things like something you do today could change my life your dad's life like and then that could change the people they work with lives and then that could change like their families it just like keeps multiplying like a ripple effect yeah yeah if you turn right instead of left you could have you, you know, there was a car accident there and you right. avoided it. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Crazy shit. I know. If or you... kind of final, final Destinations kind of like that too. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God, man, those movies are, whew. Yeah. That made me, I'm still scared to drive behind log trucks. <laughs> yeah, everyone is. <laughs> okay, so now we're going to get into her predictions for 2023, what she thinks that we have in store this year. Mm. Uh, the first one is that we're going to have a solar storm that will be devastating to Earth. Now, this could be bad, especially which is like as much technology as we have now and how dependent we are on it. Solar storms can lead to blackouts that could last for year, at like years. And if that happens, man, we are done for. Everything shuts down. Cell phones. I mean, you're like basically back to making fires and 
you know, hunting your own food and growing your own food. At, like supply chain would stop everything. Yeah. That's that would be terrifying. I'm not so sure about. I want to <laughs> dive, like think too much on that. Um, she also said that the or- Earth's orbit will change and maybe an asteroid like will be the thing to knock it off course. Um, this could also be a bad thing because temperatures would rise and that would dry up, you know, like your water it would destroy your crops or on the other hand of it, um, if its path moves further away from the sun and then we enter the next ice age. So I would be more annoyed about the ice age because I hate being cold. I don't like cold weather. Yeah, I don't know. Both sound real shitty. Like just to freeze to death, that would suck. Yeah, absolutely. But also burning alive would also be very terrible too. I wonder how fast that would happen though if it knocked it off. Like, I mean, what if our temperature dropped to like negative 100 degrees? I mean, how long could we last anyway? Oh, not long. I'm, I I mean, I'm not a scientist or doctor or anything, but I feel like you wouldn't last very long. I mean, you couldn't go outside? Or- no. Uh, okay, let's see. Uh, next, there's going to be some testing with bioweapons done. A big country could carry out bioweapons testing on people, and hundreds of thousands of people could die. So, mm. uh, There could also be an explosion in a nuclear pa- plant that could cause toxic clouds to cover Asia and would spread to other countries, causing extreme sickness. So, you know, which I, when I saw, like, the explosions in a nuclear power plant, I wasn't my mind didn't immediately jump to Asia. My mind kind of went to like Ukraine. Russia has one of their um, power plants like under their control, mm-hmm. like nuclear power plants and like threatens to blow everybody up with nuclear weapons like every other day. So this one might not be too far fetched. Yeah. Uh, human birth at laboratories. She thinks or thought that uh, human babies could be grown in laboratories and she prophesied that parents could choose the appearance of their child. So like eye color, hair color. That's starting to happen. What? That's starting to happen. No way. Yeah. I was actually listening to a podcast on it the other day. It's going gonna, it's, it's, it's gonna to happen before we know it. You'll be able to genetically modify like your child to be, yeah, smart. Or, you God, know, blue eyes, blonde hair. That that's sort of, so weird. Yeah. That's really weird. It's not far. That's very crazy. And you know what? If they can do that, what else can they do? You know? They've probably been doing this stuff. Oh. And if we just, if we're just now finding out about it, it's been going on for like years. I was going to say, how many clones do we know? Or like how many genetically modified people do we know? You know, they, they've done it with sheep and stuff. I know you're telling me they haven't done it with humans. Oh, God. I know they have. I, ter- I don't know they have, but... What a terrible thought. Yeah, so scary. Okay, well, last but not least for her 2023 predictions is an alien attack. And the world will find itself covered in darkness. She also claimed that if this alien attack were to occur, then millions of people on Earth were, like, would die. Oh, man. Yeah, and it kind of sucks. When I heard the thing about the aliens, I was like, ooh, okay, cool, aliens, you know? Like, yeah. I find aliens very interesting, yeah, you know? Same. Um, but also, like, I don't want them to attack me. Like, I just want them to be nice, you know? And so that was really, like, a bummer to hear that millions of people on Earth could potentially die. Absolutely. 
Man, I don't know. I just like, I want to know, like, show me your technology. I think it's really cool. Like, I, do you have a laser gun? I want to look at that. Like, I want, like, I read a lot of sci-fi books, okay? Mm-hmm. And I want to know, is it, is alien life like what I read in my sci-fi books? Like, can they wave like this little wand over you and just, boom, your your cut's healed on your arm? Yeah. Can you transport places? Mm-hmm. Can you like press a button and boom, your food just materializes from a laser beam? I love sci-fi and I want to know like yeah, if this is cool. true, so don't kill me. So now I also included some distant future predictions because I thought they were kind of cool. In 2028, she said that world hunger will end and we will go to the planet Venus and discover new sources of energy. Mm. 2023, the polar ice caps will melt. 2046, scientists... Oh, shoot, where'd it go? I'm so sorry. Hold on. My thing, like, jumped all the way down. Uh, 2046, scientists will have perfected cloning and will be able to cure any disease imaginable. It's on it. That's... I 100% believe that's on its way. Absolutely. I saw something in the news the other day that talked about they were... They're, like, getting closer to finding the cure for cancer or not, like, curing it, but being able to to like stop it like certain forms of cancer mm-hmm. by I can't remember I wish I could remember what they used but it was some kind of cell or protein or I don't know something they injected into a cancer cell and the cancer cell like attached itself to it mm. and just started like dissipating I think it was mm. so anyway in 2066 the US will launch an attack on Rome that is now ruled by Islam and they will hit it with an instant freeze missile and then we will enter into a stage of utopia. In 2130, we will coexist with aliens peacefully, and we will create fully functioning cities underwater. Which would also be really cool, and I'm really bummed that I won't be alive to witness that. Yeah. Uh, 2164, the first animal-human hybrid will be created. That, to me, is so scary. Yeah, it's pretty terrifying. Like a tiger-human or a lion human? Yeah. Please. A liger. A liger. <laughs> I'm trying to think of like how to put lion and human together. Yeah. A man, bear, pig. Man, bear, pig. <laughs> half man, half bear, half pig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So 2170 through 2256, Mars is going to be colonized, but will want to break away from Earth. And then there will also be a colony built on Venus. 2341, Earth will become nearly uninhabitable and people will try to escape off Earth. 3797, pretty much everything on Earth is gone. Everything's extinct. 3815 to 3878, the few stragglers left on Earth will become more like beasts than humans and will sink into moral depravity until a new religion is born and will lead them out of the darkness. What a terrible time to be on Earth. Uh, 4674, the concepts of evil and hatred will cease to exist. Uh, 340 billion humans will turn into immortal beings and will live in peace with aliens and will also possess the ability to converse with God. Interesting. And finally, in 5079, humanity will reach enlightenment and the universe will cease to exist. Wow. Those are her predictions. 
I don't know. Some of them I can definitely see happening for sure. Oh, yeah, like the whole like clone yeah, thing. Yeah, that one in particular. The animal-human hybrid really freaked me out. Yeah. I don't like that. No. So also, because I thought it was fun and I thought all of this was really interesting, I also have um, a couple of predictions uh, from Nostradamus, mm-hmm. if you want to hear those for yeah. 2023. Yeah. So he was a, um, also known as the Prophet of Doom, mm-hmm. which I really like that name. Yeah. Um. And he was a French prophet in the 1500s, and he put out a book in 1555 listing the predictions that he had made. And he has a 70% success rate. So in the year of 2023, he said that Pope Francis will resign, and it will open a path for a dark man to lead the church. Which, that was really scary to me. And he has, what are they called? I think they're called like quatrains. Um, They're... Like little, like uh, like his prophecies or predictions. Yeah. And for this one, he said, the Pope will change his residence from, uh, from Avignon to Rome. He will come. The chief ruler and the golden eagle will be seized. The great one captured. His are all very doom and gloom and very just make absolutely no sense and scary. Uh, He also said that a nuclear explosion will make climate change worse. And she, uh, Vanga, she had a similar prediction for 2023 with the nuclear explosion. Mm -hmm. So that's definitely pretty scary to me, given like the current circumstances in Ukraine with Russia. That's a little terrifying. Yeah. Um, He said for 40 years, the rainbow will not appear for 40 years. It will be seen every day. The dry land will become drier and the great floods will occur. He also predicted that people would land on Mars. He predicted a financial crisis. And I'm not surprised if we're on our way there because I paid $7 for 18 eggs yesterday. But I think he might have gotten it like I think he like went too hard on this one because he said that humans uh, would also turn into like cannibals and start eating each other. So I'm not for sure we're there yet. Um no, not quite there. But. Yeah. So that's a little extreme. Yeah. He said that uh, hybrid monkeys, uh, hybrid monkey soldiers, pardon me, will be created in labs. Vanga also had a similar prediction, not for this year. Hers was like in the future with the human animal hybrid. Yeah. I don't like that. Um, he said that they will be stronger and faster than humans and are designed for fighting in brutal situations. And then he says... Um, the sun, the head shall hear the sear the shining sea. The black seas, living fish shall all but boil. Now, this prediction was about um, like food security. Mm-hmm. And I found this um, article written and um, they talked to Professor Chris Vendetti. He's an evolutionary biologist at the University of Reading and the co-author of this study about the fish. And he said that warming waters are a double whammy for fish as they are not only cause them to evolve. to a smaller size, but also reduce their ability to move to more sustainable environments. Our research supports the theory that fish will get smaller as oceans warm under climate change, but reveals the worrying news that they will also not be able to evolve to cope as efficiently as first thought. With sea temperatures rising faster than ever, fish will very quickly get left behind in the evolutionary terms and struggle to survive. Mm. 
This has serious implications for all fish and our food security as many of the species we eat could become increasingly scarce or even non-existent in decades to come. That's definitely scary. Yeah, absolutely. So um, next we're going to enter into World War Three. Seven months of great war, people dead through evil. Um, some people think that like okay, yeah, maybe World War Three could start this year, which it could, it's a possibility. Like, tensions between, like, the U.S. and Russia and uh, China, Taiwan and everything, that's, you know, pretty, pretty like, touchy subject right now. Sure. Um, so some people think that, like, maybe he's talking about that, but other th- people think that he could be referring to the war in Ukraine last year. There was tons of people dying there. Uh, there were like just atrocious war crimes being committed. And but it's went on like longer than seven months because I think it started in like maybe February of last year. Like it was the early beginning of last year. Mm-hmm. So. All right. Now I saved the worst for last. OK. Uh, the Antichrist is coming this year. Mm. So he said that the Antichrist very soon annihilates the three. 27 years his war will last. The unbelievers are dead, captive, exiled, with blood, human bodies, water, and red hail covering the earth. Sounds wow. like a terrible time. Yeah, it does. It's, yeah, so. it's crazy. Ooh. Yeah, I don't know, man. Um, some of them sound really good. Some, you know, completely far off, but you never know. We'll have to check back in at the end of the year and see what happens. Yeah, Do absolutely. like a little recap. Yeah. Hopefully none of this happens because it all sounds very awful. It does. Nothing I want to experience. Me neither. But yeah, that's what I got for you today. And uh, the next episode is spontaneous combustion. Cool. I'm excited for that for sure. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye. Bye.